Hi folks, welcome to another episode of the 59th Minute FPL Podcast, which is brought to you by The Athletic. I'm Mark McGettigan, you can find me on Twitter at FPL General. Game Week 17 is behind us, and we've got a blank game week coming up next in Game Week 18, with just six fixtures. That could well become five fixtures if the Aston Villa-Tottenham game gets postponed due to the COVID outbreak at Villa this week. The FPL landscape is changing day by day, that's why I've held off recording this episode until the end of the week. And fingers crossed it will stay in date for longer than last week's episode did. The Game Week 18 deadline is on Tuesday at 4.30pm UK time, so make note of it and don't miss it, maybe set a reminder in your phone. There's FA Cup games this weekend, so as always the advice is to wait until Tuesday as late as possible to make your decisions this week. A quick look back at Game Week 17, the headlines, Thomas Soucek scored his fifth goal of the season. He was just 5 million in Game Week 1, he's quickly becoming an FPL legend. It was good to finally own him when he scored his goal. I started him, got a nice 11 pointer from him in Game Week 17. Bruno Fernandes, Hyungman Son and Harry Kane delivered for those who captained them, but Salah and Liverpool disappointed again, losing 1-0 to Southampton. Danny Ings was the match winner in that one. Roman Saiz got his second goal in three matches to stake his claim for a place in free hit squads for Game Week 18. Arsenal impressed in a 4-0 win at West Brom, their third win on the bounce. Their assets are going to be popular among free hitters with a nice home fixture against Crystal Palace. Andy Carroll broke the hearts of James Justin owners with a late clean sheet wipeout. His first Newcastle goal for 10 years I think that was. Very, very frustrating because James Justin was looking like an 8-pointer or a 9-pointer and then he picked up the yellow and obviously Carroll scored from the free kick. So went from about 9 points to 1 point in a matter of seconds. hudson Adoy for Chelsea also frustrated us. Those of us who own Man City defenders scoring in the 91st minute. I was watching that game, I had the ass. I seen the, the board went up 2 added minutes at the end of a game. Now that's quite rare, usually you have 3 or 4 or 5 minutes at the end. So I said to myself, two minutes, This is that's the clean sheet, done and dusted. And then Chelsea go and score. Worse for those, obviously, who had double or triple Man City defence. Kevin De Bruyne posted a 13-pointer in that game with a goal, assist and two bonus. And he is back on our radar now. If you're not yet a subscriber to The Athletic, you can sign up for just £3.99 a month by visiting theathletic.com forward slash FPL pod. In doing so, you'll get ad-free versions of this podcast. There was no new members to the 59th Minute Club in Game Week 17. Just a few notable mentions this week. Hector Bellerin at Arsenal picked up a yellow card, substituted after 53 minutes, missed out on the clean sheet. So a big fat zero pointer for Bellerin. Jack Harrison at Leeds just about made it to 60. And Sebastian Allaire at West Ham. He was very close to getting a shout out just before he moved to Ajax. I think that move has been confirmed today. He managed just 58 minutes. So the fact that Allaire's gone, I think a lot of us will be looking at Mikel Antonio, double game week 19, if he can prove his fitness between now and then. Game week 17 review. I made one free transfer because I'm free hitting this week in game week 18. So it was either do nothing and lose my transfer or use it somewhere. So I just used it on my weakest link. I brought in Balbuena on the wildcard game week 16. He obviously didn't play then. Dawson got the man of the match. So I was worried that Dawson would keep his place, which turned out to be the case. So I got rid of Balbuena and I brought in Loughton from Burnley with that double game week in mind. So I think that should turn out to be a good transfer, especially if Balbuena 
doesn't get his place back now. 71 points, 18k to 14k, so sitting at 14k now, so very good position to be in. It was an interesting game week because only four of my players returned points. I had seven blanks and I still got a green arrow, so it just shows you again, captaincy is key. Captain Son for 26, Kane got 12, Soucek 11 and Bruno got 10. And that was it. Blanks from Johnston, Justin, Diaz, Robertson, Salah, Watkins and Bamford. I was frustrating as well. I had Kufal or Sufal on the bench with six points. I think that was the first game of the game week. So I thought to myself, in this COVID season, I've got Sufal on the bench with six points. Surely I'm going to get those points because something will happen due to COVID that I'll get him off the bench. But unfortunately, I didn't. I also had Loughton and Anguissa on the bench. Obviously, their games were postponed. So, you know, they'll have extra fixtures later in the season now as well. So overall, things are going smoothly in this crazy season. To be honest, I don't know how I'm doing so well in such a topsy-turvy season. But hopefully I can keep going and achieve a good rank come the end of the season. A good website I wanted to flag up, FPL Statistical. Um, It's a good website for analysing your season. I always use it at the end of the season, but I just had a quick look at it today because I was interested in my captaincy picks because I went into this season... Captaincy was a very weak part of my game last season and even more so the previous season. So it's one of the things I really wanted to improve on this year. And I just had a look at it today. We're 17 game weeks in and I've managed to hit my captaincy 11 out of 17 times. So six blanks out of 17, that's a pretty good return on captains. 280 points total for captaincy. And I don't have the figures at hand, but I think when I look back on last season... My total captain points as a percentage of my overall score was around 18 or 19%. At the moment this season, I'm sitting at 25%. So that is much, much better. So very good website if you want to check out some numbers like that. It's FPL Statistical. Watch list update ahead of Blank Game Week 18. I've added five players and I've removed five players this week. Kieran Tierney is the first one added. No explanation required. I think it was an 18-pointer in Game Week 17. Superb. This guy's a very, very good player. He got a great goal. He put in plenty of crosses into the box as well, one of which Lacazette put in the back of the net. So I really like Tierney for Game Week 18. He's pretty locked in in my free hit squad. I will be going through a free hit draft later in the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Tierney, great option. I think he's 5.3 million. Another Arsenal player added to the watch list as well is Smith Rowe. I think he's only 4.4 million, so he's an enabler for the free hit as well. I don't think he'll be in mine, but he looks a very good player. You know, very cheap in FPL. Don't think I would go there. You know, I think it's worth paying extra for Saka if you're going for an Arsenal midfielder. Tyreek Mitchell, just in time, is back in the Crystal Palace team for game week 18. So he's played 90 minutes in the last two games, so it looks like that could be his place to lose now. Also, Cancelo, finally on my watch list. Should have been on it a long time ago, really. But I just feel now he's pretty secure in that team. I think he's City's best left-back and he's their best right-back. So I think there's a very good chance that he will play the majority of games for the rest of the season. So Cancelo, pretty locked in on my free-hit squad as well. Every time I watch him, you know, he gets a couple of goal attempts. He creates plenty of chances. He's arguably the best FPL defender in the game at the moment. There's always those slight doubts over game time, but I think, you know, with Walker and Mendy not behaving themselves off the pitch as well, that's probably good news FPL-wise for Cancelo. The final player added this week is Pedro Neto from Wolves. 
I don't have a lot of interest in that Wolves-Everton game for the free hit. But if I was forced to buy a Wolves attacker, I think Neto. Neto looks the most likely. He's been their best attacker this season. I really like watching this guy. He's very direct. He's a very, very good player and could do well against Everton in, in game week 18. So Neto is in my thoughts as well, but unlikely to make the cut on my free hit squad. Five players removed. My targets just don't see myself bringing in an Aston Villa defender anytime soon. I think he's on four yellows as well. I've also removed his teammate El Ghazi. El Ghazi's been very good in recent weeks, but he's, he's he stinks of a player. You bring in, he goes quiet, and you're forced to sell him again. So he's not my kind of FPL pick. If I'm going for an Aston Villa midfielder, it's Jack Grealish and, and no one else. Richarlison. I've removed him from my watch list because he just hasn't been great this season. But I will mention him later when it comes to differentials. If you want to be a little bit funky with your free hit squad in game week 18, if you're playing it, that is. I think Richarlison is a decent differential. But for me, he's not someone I'm going to be bringing in you know, and keeping for a couple of weeks. So he's gone from the watch list. As is Rodrigo at Leeds. He often gets taken off after about 60 or 70 minutes. So I don't like that. I've got Bamford, so I'm not going to be getting two lead strikers anytime soon. Chris Wood also is gone because he is just not a very exciting FPL pick. Plays for Burnley. Over the years, I've tended to avoid Burnley attackers. Just simply, they just don't score very many goals. They're, they're great defensively for us. People like Charlie Taylor and Nick Pope over the years. But I have very little interest. I would not be very excited sitting down to watch a Burnley game as a Chris Wood owner. So he's gone from the watch list as well. So that's it updated ahead of Blank Game Week 18. Twitter questions now. Thanks as always to everyone who sent them in this week. First one is from FPL Cathon. Is the fact of having the free hit squad already sufficiently different from the pack? Or should we look to deliberately add in more risky elements in the squad? Is there a potential to have some fun? So this is this is a question basically all free hit managers are asking themselves this week. Do I play safe? Do I go with the highly owned players, the guys who have the good fixtures? Or do I see it for what it really is? It's a free hit, a one week, a one week to have some fun. To me, the kind of manager I am, and especially where I'm sitting in the overall rankings, you know, I'm a boring manager. I'm going to keep it simple. I'm not going to try and overthink this one. I'm just going to focus on the the best teams in the game week who have the best fixtures and just attack those. And to me, yes, there's a potential to have some fun here. But for me, when it comes to FPL, having fun is scoring points. So quite simply, I'm going to pick the players who I think can get me the most points in the game week. So it really comes down to what kind of manager you are. It also probably comes down to how your season's going. Also probably comes down to how seriously or not you take the game. If you're someone who just plays FPL more for fun than taking it serious like I do you know go for your Bamiangs, go for your Sterlings uh, go for your Richarlison's and have fun with it and try and spike you know a massive game week where a lot of the popular assets don't do well but if you're having a good season you know if you're doing well in your mini leagues it's not one to overthink I do you know FPL Cathon does mention here you know you ha- having the free hit active that's a differential in itself if you're on Twitter or Reddit these days it will feel like Every man and his dog are playing their free hit chip this week. But in the overall grand scheme of things, in the 7 or 8 million people are playing the game, that won't be the case. It'll be a pretty small number of people who play their free hit in game week 18. So remember that. You've got a differential already going into the game week. So you don't really need to try and be too clever with it. 
because we know what happens often in FPL. If you try and be too clever, it can blow up in your face. You know, you can you can go go clever, get your Bamiangs, get your Richarlisons, go differential. You know, and avoid the the popular picks who are very good FPL assets who've got very good fixtures. And the likelihood is they'll do well and your guys will, will blank. And then you're thinking, right, I should have just played it safe. So, again, up to you how you want to play it. Up, to, You know, depends on how your season's going as well. But for me, you'll see when I when I go through my free hit draft at the end of the podcast, it's a pretty template. Question from FPL Gutcheck. Does it make sense to play the free hit chip if there's potentially only five games to be played after the Villa news? So... What we know at the moment, at the time of recording, is Villa's FA Cup game is likely to go ahead, I think that is today, Friday, so I'm recording Friday morning. That's likely to go ahead Friday evening with with, um, under 23 players. Now the Premier League game is in doubt, so the good thing is the FPL deadline is not until Tuesday, so I would imagine by 4.30pm on Tuesday we should know whether that Spurs game is going to go ahead or not. So at least if we've got time, it would be a bit of a nightmare if we had a Saturday deadline this week and we we didn't know at the time of making our decision. So the question here is, does it make sense to play the free hit if there's only five games? So there's six games at the moment. If that goes to five, I think that it makes even more sense than the free hit because especially for those who are not currently planning to free hit, maybe if you're holding Kane and Son and Grealish, you know, let's say that's three of your, let's say you've got eight players for free hit at the moment. If the Villa Spurs game disappears, you go from eight players down to five players. Now, that's not enough, I feel. Um, I think you want to have, at the moment, if there's six games going ahead, you probably want to have a minimum of eight players, I would say. I mean, if it drops to five games, you could say you could probably survive with six or seven. As long as you've got, you know, the, the main assets from the game week, your Brunos, your KDBs, a Man City defender. Main thing is having a, having a good captain. You want to have at least one of Bruno or KDB, if not having both of those guys. So, yes, if that game goes, I think it makes even more sense to free hit then. I think what we'll see is a lot of managers who are currently not planning to free hit, who've got the Spurs guys, who've got the likes of Grealish, maybe Martinez, if that game disappears, there's a very good chance they'll be hitting their free hit as well. So there could end up being more people on free hit than we would have expected in game week 18. Next question is from FPL Johnson. Do you enjoy how chaotic this season has become or do you long for it to return to something resembling a normal season? I think we all long for a bit of normality when it comes to FPL, but to be honest, I am enjoying the chaos because I think when it comes to FPL, the more chaos there is, the better it is for us hardcore, you know, very serious FPL managers. We can get more of an edge over those who don't take it as seriously as we do. Um, you know, we we can we will navigate these postponements better than the more casual managers will. So I always say embrace the chaos because I think chaos gives us an opportunity to do better than our mini league rivals who are not on the ball as much as we are. So the fact that you're listening to this podcast, you know, you're probably a pretty you take it relatively seriously. So yeah, we've got to embrace it. I am enjoying the chaos. I think it's easy to say that though when you're having a good season. I, I don't think I'd be saying that if I was if I didn't have a good rank. So I think that plays a lot in my answer there. The one thing I will say, the one thing I'm not enjoying, it's it's pretty difficult for content creators these days. You know, I'm recording this podcast Friday morning. By the time it goes out in the afternoon, we could have had more postponements uh, and then the podcast is pretty much out of date. Then, So that's the, that's the challenge inside of it, uh, is when you're creating content, it's pretty tricky when things change from day to day. So hopefully this one, as I said, will be okay. But yes, I'm enjoying the season. 
um, embrace the chaos and just battle through it as best we can and we'll appreciate a normal season more than ever once it arrives hopefully that will be next season question from Inathi with so many outbreaks of COVID is it best to save your chips for a later stage when the suspended games are possible so yeah another good question here obviously lots of the questions are COVID related this week which is understandable the there is definitely a case now to just keep your chips until things calm down a little bit. I think we always knew this period after Christmas was going to be the worst for postponements because of you know people mixing at Christmas time. You know we're seeing it in society now, not just in football that cases are, are spiking big time. Hopefully that will be for a short period, for a couple of weeks, and then things will start to get better. Uh, and uh, you know in the Premier League as well, and there'll be less postponements. So there is a case of just keeping your chips until things calm down, and then you can play them a bit more confidently. But I think it really depends on how you're set up. For me, for example, I wildcarded game week 16 with with a bench boost in mind for game week 19. That's still the plan for me. If I arrive at game week 19 and I've got 15 players who I think will play, uh, I'll go for it. So, yes, there's slight worries of bench boosting in 19 now and a game or two gets postponed, but you know, I'll assess that when it comes to the deadline in game week 19. If there's any doubt over certain fixtures... I can always just hold off and just play my you know, bench boost later in the season after the second wildcard. So I'm still planning to bench boost 19, but I'm not committed to it. You know, it, it's all, it's day by day. You know, on the day of the game week 19 deadline, I'll decide, is it still viable or should I just hold off until later in the season to do so? Uh, triple captain as well. I think, I think game week 19 is a decent time to use it. But I think the more and more postponements we get, you know what we had we had a triple game week years ago i think it was middlesbrough about 10 years ago probably more than 10 years ago um spurs seem to have a massive fixture backlog now if this villa game gets postponed so the chances of a very very rare triple game week are probably increasing with with every week that passes now those chances are extremely low but it could happen so i think keeping your triple captain chip is perfectly viable as well, just in case that did happen. But I wouldn't stop anyone from playing it in Game Week 19 either, if that was your plan. Yeah, in terms of free hits, again, depends on your situation. I've only got you know four or five players for Game Week 18, so it's an easy free hit decision for me. If you've got you know six, seven, eight, nine players, you can probably keep it for later in the season. Question from Cameron, a rookie question from a rookie FPL manager. And this is the most commonly asked question on Twitter over the last week. If I use two free transfers now and then free hit a day later for Game Week 18, will those transfers I made today be included in my squad for Game Week 19 or will they be cancelled? The answer, they will be cancelled. So if you're free hitting in Game Week 18, this, no matter when you free hit this season, you can't make a transfer, then free hit. Because when you free hit, it cancels the transfers made. So let's say, for example, this week, I've already activated my free hit, but let's say I haven't. Um, let's say I brought in Richarlison today. Let's say I brought in Bamford today. Then I press the free hit button. That cancels those transfers. So when it comes to 19, I won't have Richarlison and I won't have Bamford. So always remember that. You know, we can't make transfers in the same week that you free hit because it cancels them. Also, if you've got two free transfers this week, you won't have two free transfers after a free hit. You will only have one. That's the same for a wildcard. Question from Chelsea Stan. Lacazette or Martial for free hits? Lacazette is in my draft 
I'm not overly keen on Martial because of Cavani. I think Cavani's suspended for the next couple of games. I think he's back then for game week 18. So there's a good chance he could play against Burnley, I feel. So Martial is probably slightly under threat for his starting position in that game. Another reason I'm not keen on Martial is I prefer Rashford. So I'm probably going to go Bruno Rashford and either a defender or David De Gea in goal. So Martial is not really in my thoughts because I want to pick players that are pretty nailed on to start. I think Lacazette, the way he's been playing in the last couple of games, I think it's four goals in his last three. Even though he hasn't started them all, I fully expect him to start against Crystal Palace after he scored a brace. You know, you're not going to get dropped, surely, after you scored a brace in your previous game. So Lacazette, is he's in better form than Martial as well. Also, I think it's a better fixture. I prefer Arsenal's fixture at home to Crystal Palace than I do Manchester United's fixture away to Burnley. Question from... I'm not actually sure who this question's from uh, because I forgot to write down the name. It's asking about the top differentials for blank game week 18. So we talked earlier about if you want to be rogue and you want to try something different, maybe if you want to try and make up some ground uh, and and you know take, take a few punts this week. I think the first one I'll mention is Ramsdale. No, I'm just kidding. But I've, I've had a little devil on my shoulder all week saying, you know, why don't you go back to Ramsdale just for one week, just for just for nostalgic reasons. Maybe you'll get his first clean sheet of the season. It's a very good fixture against Newcastle. I'm not going to do it. Don't worry. I'm going to go for Callum Wilson instead. Um, and hopefully, hopefully he wipes out the Ramsdale clean sheet. In terms of differentials, Paul Pogba have been very impressed by him in recent Manchester United games. He's not the craziest punt. For just one week, Richarlison, who I mentioned, who I always like as a punt, you know, he's probably on penalties. Uh, don't think Everton have had one for quite a while. When it comes to Manchester City, there's plenty of differentials here. The biggest of all is Aguero. You know, monitor his minutes in the FA Cup game, see how he looks. You know, he, there's no guarantee he starts against Brighton, but if he did, and you were one of the few people who owned them, you know, you could be in for for some nice points there. Gundogan, very impressed by him in recent games as well. What I've seen, you know, Cancelo, you think he's going to play right back, but he plays more as a central midfielder. That allows Gundogan to get further forward than he usually would. Um, You know, the last two games I've watched of City, Gundogan is getting into the box more than I've ever seen him before. So I think he's a good punt as well, as is Foden, if you think he plays. Sterling is a differential as well. His ownership is very low. Aubameyang, who I mentioned, I don't, can't really see why, I can't see any reason to justify paying big money for a Bamiang when you can just get Lacazette for much cheaper uh, when there's lots of other midfield options but if you need a punt a Bamiang is an option and Wilfred Zaha as well I'm not seeing Zaha in any free hit drafts if anyone's going to wipe out the Arsenal clean sheet you know it's probably going to be Wilfred Zaha so I like him as an option as well question from FPL Quaka: is it worth taking a hit to get nine players for game 18 and keep the free hit Presuming that would cover the big hitters. Yeah, so if, you, if you've got all the main guys and you've got a good captain, if you've got nine players, even if it means taking a minus four, absolutely do that and keep your free hit for later. I think your free hit will be far more powerful later if you've already got eight or nine players, even with a minus four. Even a minus eight, I wouldn't be against a minus eight this week um, if it means keeping your free hit for later. Question from Josh Jones. With all the postponements and potential postponements, is the wildcard becoming more of an option for those who wildcarded early last time? I think the answer to this is yes. If you wildcarded early in the season, you know, 
I'm, to, I'm not talking about people who here like myself who wildcard a game week 16. I don't really like that. I've seen quite a few people on, on, on Twitter last couple of days who wildcard a game week 16 and they're going to wildcard them again, game week 18. That doesn't make much sense to me because if you wildcard at 16, you're probably pretty well set up for double game week 19. So why would you wildcard now? You know, I haven't really looked into the reasons of doing so. I'm sure there is some pretty logical reasons for doing so the way things have changed in recent days but for me that just feels too close to the first wild card it's a very long season ahead uh, there's going to be plenty of more difficult things to navigate later in the season and I would like to have the second wild card for that now different story if you wild card let's say you wild card a game week four even game week 10 you know just a good while ago if your team is not very well set up at the moment for the next couple of game weeks and for the rest of the season there's no, there's no reason to stop you from playing it now. Game week 18, you know, set yourself up for 19. I think that's fine, but it, it's more for, it's, I think it is more for those people who play their wild card earlier uh, and their team is not where they want it to be at the moment. Question from Capital FPL: Are triple ups dead in this COVID season? And yeah, this is something I've been thinking about myself the last couple of days. A few people have asked it. You know, should we have Triple City or Triple Liverpool now when all of these postponements happen? Because if if you're if your triple up game gets postponed, you're down to the bare bones. You know, you, you've got no bench then, really. So, yeah, I think it's viable to, you know, keep that in mind now. It's, I don't think it's going to stop me from triple ups on teams like Man City or Liverpool, but maybe, maybe, maybe the lesser teams. Uh, it's probably better to have, you know, a maximum of two players from any one team. I would probably say aside from City and Liverpool. But yeah, I don't think it's going to stop me from tripling up on those big sides because I think in doing so, you can you can miss out on points by doing so. So yeah, do keep it in mind though, I think, for, for certain teams. Question from FPL Boogle. Double game week 19. To bench boost or not to bench boost, that is the question. And I probably covered this already. I think we've just got to see where things are when we arrive at game week 19 if we're if our squad looks good for the bench boost if we don't have injuries suspensions you know postponements if it looks like we can get 15 players on the pitch i think we go for it um if we don't it's quite simple just keep it for later we've got the second wild card to set up for the bench boost later in the season if if we need to so i think game week 26 will be a double game week so we could wild card game week 25 bench boost game week 26 so that's always an option for us as well we don't have to be committed to the bench boost in game week 19 we've just got to see what happens when it arrives final question for this week from Devon Jedi is KDB a trap now from what I've watched recently the last couple of Man City games he is not a trap I think he's looking as good as an FPL pick as he has at any point in the season um, you know he's always creating chances plenty of goal attempts as well uh, hit the post against Manchester United in the cup. Very good effort there. You know, he, he, he got the 13 pointer in the last game week as well. So, KDB for me, it's not one to overthink. You know, he's still the best player in the league. He's starting to look better as an FPL pick. The main thing here is Manchester City are looking better in attack. They're scoring more goals. So, KDB is not a trap. He will be in my free hit squad and I will also more than likely take a minus four in game week 19 to bring him in as well for the double game week. Good chance he'll be my captain, actually, both 18 and 19. Game week 18 captaincy now. The main candidates, I think it's a straight shootout between Bruno and KDB this week. I put a poll on Twitter yesterday. I included Bruno, I included KDB, and the third option was other. The results 
after about 10,000 votes. De Bruyne got 59%. I was actually surprised. I thought it'd be more of a split between him and Bruno, but obviously the masses are favouring KDB. Bruno Fernandes got 35% and Other got just 5%. So for me, captaincy, I've been keeping captaincy very simple this season and that's why I think I've been doing well with it, mainly based on fixture. So when I look at Bruno and KDB, they're both pretty equally great FPL options. Uh, You could argue Bruno is, is actually a slightly better FPL pick than KDB, but fixture is usually what my deciding factor is when it comes to captaincy this season. And I don't overthink it. I just look at it. So I'm looking at it here. Bruno is away to Burnley. And KDB is at home to Brighton. Which is the better fixture? Brighton at home. Simple as. So KDB will be my captain for game week 18. Um, the other options, if you're not going to captain one of those guys, which I, I don't think you should do. I still I think you should stick to one or the other of those two. Uh, if the Villa game goes ahead, Son and Kane are options. I don't like it that much though because Villa have been pretty good defensively this season. If you're looking for a captaincy punt, if you're going to go completely nuts on your free hit, if you're going to go for all the low-owned players, you may as well captain a punt as well if you really want to go for it and have what you would call fun. Lacazette as a captain option I like. I like Rashford as a captain option against Burnley. And I like Sterling as well at Brighton. So there's a few options if you want to go crazy. And don't come back and blame me when it goes wrong. Free hit draft. So obviously I'm not making any transfers this week because I'm on the free hit. So I'm going to run through my first draft. Now this is just a first draft because it's absolutely pointless tinkering with a free hit squad until Monday or Tuesday when we know exactly what's going to happen, particularly now with the Spurs-Villa fixture. So this just gives you an idea of what I'm thinking. And this probably won't change too much. So it's pretty template. David De Gea is the goalkeeper. Double Man City defence, Cancelo and Diaz. Tierney makes up the back three. It's a it's a midfield five, so it's a three-five-two formation, just to fit in as many of those big hitting midfielders as possible. So there's Bruno, De Bruyne, Rashford, Son will stay if the game goes ahead, and Saka is a nice enabler from Arsenal. And up front, Lacazette and my old foe Callum Wilson. So with that squad, I was actually able to build a pretty good bench as well. You know, it's not just a bench of non-playing players. I was able to put Sanchez, the Brighton goalkeeper, on the bench. You know, at least he has a fixture. Saiz as the first sub. I like that. Yedlin from Newcastle as the second sub. And then Brewster as the third sub. So all those guys have fixtures. So I think on free hit, I've seen a few free hit squads that have four bench players who, who just won't play. I don't think that's a good idea. You want to have at least one if not two, because you know the season we're in, we could go into the blank game. We can we could lose another game, so have at least one, you know, player on your bench who can come in if something happens. Um, but again, you should probably try and have more than one. That's probably what I'm going to try and do. Now, there's a couple of notable omissions here. Harry Kane is one. He could come back in, but even before that news from Aston Villa, I was he wasn't in my draft because taking him out frees up a lot of cash. I mean, if you go Lacazette over Kane. You've got three million extra to play with, and that does a lot for the rest of your squad. So I probably won't have Kane. Grealish is another one who you know you could argue Grealish over Rashford, possibly you know Grealish over Son, or just try and fit him in somehow uh, by losing Saka, possibly. But again, Grealish is probably not going to be in it. Uh, Calvert Lewin is an option. You know I could try and find some cash and go Calvert Lewin over Callum Wilson. That's probably something I'll think about more because Callum Wilson's only really in there 
for fixture and for price. Do I trust Newcastle? Not really. So, you know, I probably would have more faith in Calvert-Lewin, uh, even though his fixture's not as good. Um, so that is that is a spot that could change. Wilson could become Calvert-Lewin. Pedro Neto's an option as well, but he's probably going to miss the cut. Aubameyang, again, don't really like it when I can get Saka Lacazette for much less cash. And the other option is, instead of going double City defence, you know, Diaz... He's more than likely going to get six points, not much more. Although I do expect goals from him sooner rather than later. I just know if I take the ass out of my free hit, I've had him for a few weeks. This will be the week where he scores from a set piece, gets three bonus and gets 15 points. So I'm probably going to leave him there um, because that's I think that feels like a typical FPL situation where you're forced, not you're not forced, but you're, you take out a player because you're on a free hit or a wild card. And he does well. So I'm going to keep the guy who's done well for me for a few weeks, I think. Just leave Diaz in there. Obviously, if I took him out, that would open the door for a City attacker, a Sterling, a Gundogan, a Foden. But again, I think I'm pretty set on Cancelo and Diaz there. So again, probably not going to change too much. And, you know, I think most free hit squads who are, you know, template, they'll be pretty similar. They won't be much different to what I've got there. Thank you for taking the time to listen, as always. If you, if you enjoyed it, please leave a review on whichever platform you're listening. If you'd like to hear more podcasts from me this week ahead of Game Week 18, check out patreon.com forward slash FPL General. Good luck for Game Week 18, everyone, but particularly to my fellow free hitters. Let's hope it is a blank Game Week to remember. I'll be back on Thursday with another episode to preview double Game Week 19. Talk to you then. Mm-hmm.